So like I hit the button and it says starting recording, but then I don't know when it actually starts the recording. So who knows? Hi. It Hi. says recording. Yeah, it's it's jobbing out. Remember last week when we had the music and everything and it felt yeah. like the show again? Yeah, don't get used to that, jerks. That's not gonna happen again. That was a one off, and now we're back to this, where it's just us yakking into a computer. Deal with it, or you're getting nothing. Hi, thanks for listening. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. Aaron's not even gonna bother to show up for the next couple of weeks. He's like apparently running away or something like that. I don't I don't know what's going Though on. Though I did realize that if I go like late at night, that's only like four o'clock your time or whatever. So oh. all right. I mean guess how- what? Guess what? What? I I'm gonna prove my long running gimmick to be true right now. You ready for it? Okay. <laughs> is my impression not supremely it's accurate? not it it's not it's, anything like that but it's wow, you know wow, what? Wow, wow, wow. thank you i was hoping you would do it anyway i do actually <laughs> genuinely appreciate that all right it is uh jobbing out um we will get to forbidden door picks because sure uh, a little bit later on in the program, but um, a big week as it's, you know, we're characterizing it as the week that the bloodline broke up. I, I don't know if that's actually the the most accurate way of describing it or not, but um, I mean, for for now, it's the accurate way to describe it. Well, right? except for the fact that, like, there's still three people that would be in the bloodline. Like, it's still a faction. Like, most I, factions. I, I, I like the, the bloodline civil war is accurate um yeah like this is the, the okay so let's 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 handle it the way that it went down on friday was very good that was again just wonderful television as it all has been and as we said it's the best scripted television that exists post succession um righteous gemstones is back i know and it's wonderful but it's a comedy it's a different bit like Fair. You're, I, you're right they're, they're, golden globe treats it differently yeah um, I, 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 it was, it was marvelous. Now, then they kind of out of the blue, just announced the match the next day. And that, that's, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, did they announce it on that goofy thing that they're trying to put over that airs on Peacock on Saturday morning? Yeah, that's a Smackdown lowdown or whatever. So like for whatever stupid reason, they're trying to make that a thing. I, it's not a thing. They can't make it a thing. I will. I don't think it's that they didn't decide on Friday night and just decided on Saturday morning. Like, I, I do think that it's more they're trying to make that some sort of thing, even though we all know it isn't a thing. And so that's the reason why they announced it there. At least I'm choosing to believe that. So Better or worse than just posting it on Twitter or Facebook? Uh, I mean, it's basically the same. But <laughs> and, like, and that's kind of how I'm – look, that you didn't need to have the Usos come out and challenge him for a match. Like, this was what was happening. So I, sure. I'm fine with it. Sure. I think the only question is, was it better to do this or was it better to do Jimmy versus Roman straight up to get to Jay versus Roman? And then also, how are we going to feel – when they do the stupid thing that Aaron said they might do and they just pretend like this ends it and they do Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. 
that I mean, that's the big thing. As soon as they announced this for Money in the Bank, it made me think, oh man, they they whether or not they do the Jay Roman match, I, I think it's less likely that Jay wins now. But Why? now that that doesn't make any sense to me. Because because I, I I know we we had talked about this a little on text on what can they do. I think they're going to have the Usos win at Money in the Bank. And um, because of that, I think that that's how they have them go over. And then if Jay does get a title match, he can lose. But the Usos still went over. I don't think any of that changes anything. I, I, like, I don't think this match, we, we said this match could be a story point, right? Like, just the existence of this match does not change that to me. I, I, if you're doing it sheerly by wins and losses, and your argument is that if the Usos win the first match, it's not likely they have Roman lose back-to-back matches. Sure, I mean, yeah. like I'll hear you to some extent on that, but only to some extent. It's also possible that they really are. Again, so much of this is built around: Are they planning for Roman Reigns to not be around? Like, remember, it's so crazy how Roman Reigns was not around at all for so long last year. And this year has missed no more than like a week. It really is weird how that's played out. So part of my thought process here has always been, are they preparing for not having Roman for a little while? Well, when was the last time they didn't have Roman for a little while? It it is kind of wild how it went from a part-time schedule back to not a full full-time schedule, but... We're between 80 and 90%, right? Did he wrestle on Saturday at a house show? Did he? Uh, I he was advertised well, he, he, to wrestle Rey Mysterio on Saturday. He, he took a month off after Mania, right? That was a, like was four weeks. Was it a weeks. full month, or didn't he even show up for one of those shows, too? I feel because it was the um, when he showed up and he did the, the whole, you, you thought we weren't going to talk about this, the fact that you were losing or whatever, and that was after... That was after payback lash, right? That was when he first showed up. I, you maybe you're telling me that it didn't. It, it again, certainly did take a long time for him to bring up that. It, yeah, it took I, a I, long... I think he didn't show up after Mania until then. I think. Um, he was I, constantly I, on the phone. Like again, he was. It's what we've been talking about. He was a presence. You had Paul Heyman right, calling right. him. No, you had stuff. Better, yeah. They've done a much better job, obviously, in Roman's absences. And that's why it, 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 it it's drastically different. We talked about this last year. It's dra- drastically different than when Brock would be gone. But I it doesn't even feel like he's missed that many shows. Like, it feels like he's been there. Again, so nobody, he, he was on the Raw after Mania and then not until May 12th. Okay, so about a month. A little more than a month, even. Yeah. He wasn't on any SmackDowns. No, May 12th was his first appearance since... The Raw after Mania. Okay. I mean, now, since then, how's it been? He's been there. I mean, there's one or two he's missed. Yeah, I was going to say, he's like every other week, I feel like. Yeah, it does feel very every other week. Maybe it's every other week. I, I don't know. I mean, it. I don't know. I, I, it feels like there are weeks where he's they, gone. They, well, I feel like every, every other week they have one where they're like, Roman Reigns returns next week. 
Well, I, I mean, like think, they... of, think, of, think about last week. Last week he wasn't there because it was the, the J-verse theory and he wasn't right. there for that. It was just Heyman delivering all the message and was here this week. I can't remember. I assume he was there the week before. No, he was there the week before. Yeah, so it's it's kind of an every other week thing, I feel June like. June 2, June 16, June 30, July 7, July 21, July 28. That's his schedule. Oh, that's right. They put out his whole schedule ahead of time. I forgot about that. Weird yeah. world. All right. All right. Well, that's okay. kind of, it's kind of every other week. But, it, 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 until the but, but July this, 21 and uh, July 20. But to be yeah. clear, if that's what this is, if this is what's yeah. going to work, there's no he's not going away. There is no need to deal well, wait, with that's it. That's not post SummerSlam though. That's what I'm saying. If this is what he's working, then any thought about Roman Reigns going away leaves. The question is, is he not working this much? Is he going away away? Is there going does, to be Does something? he go away with the football season? Um, and if he's going away, away, then I don't think it's impossible that they say if this is what we're declaring kind of the end of the bloodline story for the Usos to both win at at Money in the Bank and for the Jay to then beat him at SummerSlam. It's it's sort of poetic. Sure. You know, Roman can even call him out afterwards like you didn't really beat me. You beat Solo. That's not beating me. And then you still have something to prove, and that's the final chapter for Jay. In fact, I, in a way, I think I like that better if they're having sure, especially, especially if he alienates Solo in blaming him for the loss. Right. I mean, I and just, if if it, by the way, if it wasn't Roman Reigns, you know what we'd be saying? That this is where you have him get pinned, and then that would set up the match. Um, at SummerSlam, like Jay would pin him in this match. And right, that's what would earn, justify earn the opportunity. Right. But the only reason we're not saying that is because it's Roman Reigns. Right. And they're not going to yes. do that. Um, but but I, if it was any other person, it feels like that's what they would do. Yes. I don't I don't disagree with you. But again, if it was any other person, it is Roman not, Reigns. <laughs> it's Roman Reigns. He's not any other person. So, right. You know, you I'm just, just cannot I'm just throwing it out there. Just, be, uh, you know. Just I, get I, I I completely get what you're saying. It's just, by the way, he did wrestle Rey Mysterio on a house show in Cincinnati on Saturday. That's so random. So so part of his dates they announced, there's two house shows, one of which makes perfect sense. Mexico City. Like, of course. Sure. Right. Yeah. Cincinnati. So here's a conspiracy theory for you. What if his deal is has a number attached to it of appearances, right? And the rumors of him going away are true. Wouldn't you burn those off, kind of like inconspicuously? Like, would you do that a house it, show it, it, here, a house show there? Wouldn't you rather have him on a SmackDown though? Yeah. Not if you just have to get or rid a of payback. Him. Like, if he's no, but that again, uh, remember, uh, this is all negotiation. Payback lash. Sorry. This is all negotiation though. Like, what if he can't be at that those because of whatever he's doing when he's not there? Like, I feel like he has a lot of power as far as like where he, you know what I mean? Like where he goes, when he goes like in theory, the Cincinnati house show, there was, they were probably smack. Where was SmackDown? Was it in Kentucky or something? Like yeah, I mean, it was right there. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it was very convenient for him to be at that house show. It wasn't like, well, there a, could, there, I mean, there could also be a, a million reasons, you know, like that. Who knows? That, right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just wondering if they're burning off dates here. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I also don't know why you would it's feel all, the need to. To your point, he's been on more SmackDowns, and he hasn't been necessarily needed on all of those SmackDowns. Like some of them, he's sitting on a couch. By the way, is he at all these the ones where he's at the couch in the back? 
Is no, he really we'll there? Assume before the ones he's in the couch in the back that he's those are pre-taped. I mean, we've right. You know, long kind of assumed that, but but there's been a couple of them where he wrestles, the, you know, in the dark match or whatever. Um, if you're telling me that, here. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, we're so in the weeds. We're so getting yeah, away from right. all this. I guess what I say is I don't I don't know why they would be feeling the need to burn appearances versus just having appearances when he comes back. Like we're not talking about him leaving his contract. We're just talking about him taking a break for a little while. And so they, well, there's something we don't know. There's a movie filming in the, the yeah, you know, the, the fourth quarter of the year or something, you know, who knows? Know. Maybe anyway, he has to fulfill a certain number of 2023 dates. Get, getting back to the, the topic at hand, which is I, I don't know which is the correct way to go. I don't think this match was necessary, but I, I don't know that it's the wrong route versus doing like I really did think the better route was to do Jimmy and this is the, the J becomes the last, the final, we, we have to have someone beat Roman. You're the final chance to do it and, and take the shot at it that way. But I, I think the only reason I don't like this is you just did a tag team match. I don't like you having a championship. that's not being defended for months. I, I don't like that at all um, in professional wrestling. I think that's a mistake it's literally the opposite of the thing that you're doing with Seth Rollins, which is embarrassing. It, it like this is a this porridge is too hot, this porridge is too cold. Like there is a way to do this just right in between these two things and going months without Roman Reigns. How many times total will Roman Reigns have defended the belt since WrestleMania? Since WrestleMania? Yeah. Has he done it at he all? He hasn't. No, but <laughs> Mania and SummerSlam. We we talked about this a few weeks ago. But that's that's why I think it would have made more sense to just do a Jimmy match at Man yeah. Money. Bank. Like, do that, have him defend the belt because it's that's how professional wrestling works. The belt is supposed to matter. It's goofy that they're doing it that way. But does does this bother me? I don't know. Not necessarily. Does it does it help in Jimmy telling a story that he's involved in how this all thing breaks? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know why you feel the need to do this. I, I do think you needed to do this because so much of this was, you know, Jimmy and Jay being stronger together than they are apart. And that is a big part of this story that them together can conquer anything. You know, that 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 is a thing. Did you need to do it at Money in the Bank in London? You could have done it at Madison Square Garden. You could have done it at, you know, another uh, SmackDown. Absolutely. I think that. But I do think this match had to happen at some point. But I don't think it should have been here. I, I'm fine with it. I mean, I, I I think we felt like this was the match we were getting. You know, we there were rumors of other things. But before we read the report of the Jimmy match, this is exactly what I thought the match was going to be. So I, I, I think um, the story part is the pay-per-view worthy part of it. So I, I don't think we need to do the, the thing where you're doing the match at Madison Square Garden. I think... If they're going to do something significant to move the story forward, of course you put it on the pay-per-view. Well, I think you, I think the point would have been you could have done both things. I don't think you're picking one or the other. That uh, I just wonder if there's some significant thing that happens here. Like, is this what peels off Solo somehow? Because well, in probably, order for but Roman again, to, but it's it's about getting the title match in before SummerSlam. Yeah, but that's insignificant if the story is 
is taking precedent, right? If if the only title match that's going to matter is the one at SummerSlam, then I don't really care if there's a title match here. Like I think juxta ju- like like you saying juxtaposed with what Seth is doing, it's weird. Um, but th- I mean, this isn't out of character of what they've done over the it, past few years. I mean, it, it, in in most cases, he wouldn't even be on this show. So like, at least you're getting him on the show. I th- I think the alternative would have been he probably wasn't there. I don't think like, you're getting a on, different. Hang on a second. He's on the show. So like, but it, I think it, he's on the show because they're doing this. Like, I think they're but, doing something. But, but no, here's the thing though. He's never. This will be the longest stretch. He, I'm pretty sure this will be the longest stretch he's gone without defending the title. He has never gone four whole months. Like that's a long time. That's a third of the year to not have a single title match in there. Um. I'm not gonna go. I was, I was gonna say something. Something I something funny I saw online that, but it, that'll kind of go down into the weeds, basically about something you did say though. How the story is not making the title irrelevant, but it's so much more important than the title. And someone was pointing out how almost the the Cody Cody Brock thing. I'll just say it anyways. We can just shoot it down real quick because it's definitely not true. It feels like because the Cody Brock thing, we still don't really have a story behind. Like, why is Brock? Why did Brock start attacking him? And the Roman bloodline thing really isn't about the title at all. Was there ever a thought of Cody was supposed to win the title? And that's why this is supposed to or this is going down this way, Uh, which, again, don't believe it's true in the slightest. But as you said, Um, this is all about the story and not about the title at all. Based on the listen, I know this is kind of like a straw to grasp at based on the triple H press conference out, out after WrestleMania, I got the impression that he was never winning the title. No, I, like, I agree. The way no, he no, no, reacted no, no, yeah. to the question about there being more chapters to the story. Yeah. Like that led me to believe I, that I, was, I agree 100%. I and don't then there think were reports true. afterwards that said they made the decision like a month before that or whatever, you know, I, I, I agree 100%. It just that the, you know, what it said was, where it was like, well, if you think about it in more logical wrestling terms, it does feel like the title could have been on Cody and this one didn't need the title at all. And that that's absolutely true. But I don't believe that, it, you know, they ever put it down that way. The, and the funny part is the Brock Lesnar thing doesn't need the title either. They just haven't chosen to do anything else. I mean, like, right. I mean, they I, you would th- you I guess never need th- the title to do Brock Lesnar versus huge star. You right. Know? And, and that's the thing. I mean, they're just saying that. Brock's, you know, we still don't know why Brock attacked Cody in the first place. So then he's Brock, which is really all the answer you need. Yeah. But, but yeah, basically going but what back. The, but by the way, we never did talk about it, but it is pretty hysterical what the announcers were saying at the time. Like Brock Lesnar's mad that his match went on first. Like that, that's one of the funniest explanations for something ever, because we know what the truth is in real life with that situation. Well, I think it, it, it yeah, right. It goes beyond that. It's also <laughs> Why this time? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're, you're ignoring all of the other times where that's been the case. Try to make it a story point and just saying, hey, don't ask about those times. And it's just it's know? just it's just sillier yes. because we know that he likes that. <laughs> I, I don't for, for the record, I don't think that it was ever because the plan was for Cody to win the belt. I don't think that's why we got it this way. I, I think it's more likely that the. It's always what I think it is. They didn't really know what they were doing. Like, that's just what I always default to in every circumstance. That they knew that they didn't want Cody to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but they didn't really know what they wanted to have happen afterwards. Like, that's, that's, 
I always default to that part of it. It's that they just don't actually have a plan. And then they sit down and talk about it and say, what are we really doing? And again, I still don't know for sure that they have a plan as much as accidentally it's right there in front of them. All they got to do is, again, land the plane, which is why, of course, they won't. Um, By by the way, just to be fair about Roman not defending, like, if you go back and look at last year, he had that random match with Riddle on SmackDown, but that's the only title defense well, he had. But again, between. he had it. But, he but had again. it. Like, they, they felt the need, and, and we were saying at the time, it was simply because they felt the need to have a title match in there so they didn't go for, you know, however many months without a title match. But for all we know, that it was just the, the network wanted it or something. Like, I don't know why they did that. We still don't know why they did that. I mean, you can say that's why they did but we don't know. But they still and, did do it like you can't right. but, but, but again like if you take out the time that they did it they haven't done it well like, no like they but this, but, it, like, but again it was one random match in june yes but right? it matters it matters because you don't get but, to say he okay, went but, months but, without but, the but, he, title. But, but again if we're if we're not focusing so much on the title what was the other problem with roman reigns at that time he wasn't he was showing up showing to pay-per-views up. He had no storyline. <laughs> there was no well, other person. Oppo- there was no opponent. There was no. That's when Brock Lesnar ra- randomly came back that night. So, like, that's the other problem is, like, now there's other stuff to do. There's more meat on the bone here with what he's doing. And it's not necessarily completely focused around him being the champion. And so I think that's. How, but by that's the way, the they could they could have the random SmackDown title match with Jay. Yes. I mean, Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy, 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 yeah. And and they still have, by the way, they do still have two months to do that, but I I don't think they will. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Maybe they come out of the the tag match and they say that Jimmy gets a title shot the next week. I I don't know. But, um, you know, that could be introduced still. I mean, it still is June 21st. Two separate problems. What I'm talking about is simply a pro wrestling thing, which is that you shouldn't have a championship not be defended for four months. No matter what the story is, no matter what else is going on, you should never have a championship belt, a heavyweight championship that goes undefended for four months. Your championships are the thing that you have. Now, I get it. You can say, well, I haven't needed it because the story is so good it's been unnecessary. There's no reason you can't do both. To the point, there is absolutely no reason why in the course of telling this story, you haven't been able to slide something else back in or whatever or give Sammy another shot since he's just going to run through him anyway. Anything to just have the belt defended so that you're not sitting there just using the belt as some sort of prop. That it's a real thing. There's no reason all why three you three belts, don't forget. You have all Perfect. three belts as props. <laughs> so absurd. <laughs> all right. As I spoke about, as we spoke about, obviously, the big moment uh, this week, the moment that everybody cared about, Logan Paul is back. And he's almost certainly going to win money in the bank. Yes. Thoughts? Maybe. Yes. I mean, I, I wouldn't say almost certainly, but yeah, he's one of the two favorites right now. Um, I would have Damian Priest win. Yeah, you're putting ahead of Damian Priest on that list. I yeah, I, I have. If if I was if the, if the Oster Sportsbook could uh, put out gambling, I would put. L.A. Knight as a slight favorite with uh, Logan Paul right behind him. And then David See, I got to be honest with you. I don't I, 
I've accepted that the internet has decided that LA Knight is the favorite, but logically it, it is not sensical that LA Knight is a bigger favorite than Damian Priest. They've they've shown nothing. We want LA Knight to be a certain thing. They've shown nothing that suggests that they're ready for LA Knight to be that guy. I have not understood why we've decided that LA Knight is such an overwhelming favorite when Damian Priest oh, is yeah, in by the event. I, I know one of these books has uh, L.A. Knight as an overwhelming favorite. I, that's crazy to me, an overwhelming favorite. I mean, I would have both of them I basically at plus 200. <laughs> I think everyone's too focused on that random like, – there was a, a rumor that's been debunked that WWE was saying that he was the favorite it's, last year or something. And that has since – Fightful said that that actually wasn't even true. So I, I I don't even remember that one. I mean, I'm just going based on basically all this week. They've been they've been focusing on him, not just on screen, uh, but like on social media and stuff. Listen, hold on a second. So he cut a really great promo. Of course, in he his yeah, in his because because of course he did, right? Yes, yes. he's LA But there was still everybody in that segment. Like that wasn't. Hit. No, I mean, who, I, but who that's was why sitting I, on the ladder I, at the end of the I, segment? That's what. Logan Paul was, which is again why I have him like right there at the as a favorite. I just don't understand why you have it set. Why in your mind it's separated from Damian Priest? Like, I, I, and I don't, I don't mean to say this that I, I think it's a certainty that Damian Priest is going to win. Yeah, this is professional wrestling. But if I was establishing odds, everything about it would say that of this group of guys, to me, it would go one Priest to Paul. And again, with the only separation being that we just don't know how much Logan Paul's going to be a professional wrestler which um, by the way isn't necessarily a bad thing for the briefcase we talked no, about this when terrible thing for the briefcase for them they think might think it's a good well thing for the well no no no, no. I'm, I'm talking it's about the stupid well no no no. I'm, no I'm not talking about him being dumb i'm talking about the remember when brock won and on i kind of was like well i kind of like the idea that brock can show up anytime and there's you have this thing lurking over you the idea of a guy who can kind of pop in pop out with the briefcase in theory is a good I, I don't except mind that there's device. a big difference. Yeah, except yes, except wait, wait, Logan wait. Paul. I'm just talking it's about not even the, just there's a big difference. The problem still is that it ain't happening on a random raw. Like th- this is the Logan Paul's not going to start being when it was Brock Lesnar. You knew that limited at the time. Now, you know, the guy that we saw for most of the year was full time Brock. But like, you know, it has to be an event for it to actually occur. And in both scenarios, it takes away the lingering effect of the briefcase, which should be its own character on the show and diminishes the value of the briefcase to your programming by its lack of presence. Well, Two two things. I'll defend the Brock thing to the end because that was great. This only because we got Boombox Brock. (laughs) Part of it that was. Yeah, we all love Boombox. And he and he did show up more than he was at that time. Yeah, he was showing up every two to three weeks. He was showing up. Yeah. Um. So I think I texted you guys something that I have an idea for SummerSlam. And I think that this is the perfect red herring because everyone's going to think that Logan Paul's winning this match now. I think. Unless there's someone else in this that gets inserted into this match that we're not aware of right now, I feel pretty good about Damian Priest getting this. And I, it, what I would do, because I think it kills two birds with one stone, right? You want Logan Paul on SummerSlam, like it, I, they probably do, right? Two birds with one stone. L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul at SummerSlam. 
to flip L.A. Knight to a pure face. Correct. I can make fun of Logan Paul. He can still be who he is, right? He doesn't have to be a baby face, baby face. With Logan Paul, he can just be him. I mean, you saw him do it on... On, uh, my my question is is L A Knight the right base for Logan a Logan Paul match like I like the idea in theory I on think paper so. and as far as the build goes it really works I'm just not sure if L A Knight's the right base for Logan well, Paul. you don't think he's g- good enough in the ring no like he's good in the ring but not you know like Logan Paul needs to do all the high flying stuff you need he someone can, who can kind of athletically match him you know like the Seth Rollins thing was perfect because you can do kind of some crazy stuff there and that's not Again, I like L.A. Knight as a wrestler, but not that style, if that makes sense. But he doesn't have to be that guy because Logan Paul is, right? I he can that. be the guy that's catching him. He can be the guy who's. But then does that un- like is that almost wrestling too much like a heel if you're doing this? Do- you I don't, know, this but, it, but he could be, but it won't matter. Like, that's that's why it's so beautiful. He can wrestle like a heel against Logan Paul because no one's going to cheer Logan Paul. I, I don't I don't hate it. I, I would say I go even beyond step beyond. It's intriguing to me. I think my question is how much they actually want L.A. Knight to be a pure baby face. Like I. But he can I, be I the really, asshole baby face against Logan Paul. But the, but then from where do you go? Cool, from there? Funny. Where do you but go I, after that? I think but, the but even, is, like let's let's assume he's he's an asshole face like that's his character going for like do they want him as a pure face as Glenn is saying and, and what I would say I, let me let me double down on it I would be more inclined to believe that if Seth Rollins wasn't on the same show like I I think you've already kind of filled he's the, not the, he's not he's on SmackDown L.A. Knight was on Raw because of the Money in the Bank but he's oh actually that's smart. right mm-hmm. he is on SmackDown that is no right. I mean okay. L.A. Knight should be the guy taking the belt from Austin Theory as a face. Yeah, that's his role. Yeah, I mean, now that I'm reminded that I don't know what shows anybody is on just because I watched because like an asshole, I watch professional well, and, wrestling. And everybody's on what's every show anyways. I know. I know. I know. It's, 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 what a stupid thing for me to do to watch professional wrestling this week. Um, no, I'm I'll I'll buy it. I'll I'll buy it as as good and viable and, you know. I, I'm, I I'm just praying for a good reason for Logan Paul not to win Money in the Bank. And I'm hoping that, you know, if they want to give him something for SummerSlam, listen, we hear the crowd. The crowd wants to cheer for L.A. Knight. The reaction to L.A. Knight on Monday was unbelievable. But, but you, you still have to measure that against what do they believe that L.A. Knight is. And that's the thing that we still have absolutely no way of knowing. And, and I hate saying this, but he's 40 years old yeah. and well, it's but like, talking about Damian Priest, though. I don't I, listen. I don't want this to be a very different thing. Damian Priest, they're not we're not talking about him being a face. Right. We're not no, talking I, about yeah. that's a very different scenario. Um, You're right. Damian Priest is also 40 years old. But in the scenario where Damian Priest wins money in the bank, it's to cash in on Seth Rollins and be a heel for a bit. And then have someone chase him afterwards to move L.A. Knight into the category of a top ish face. I'm not I love it, but. I don't know if they do. And also, and I hate to be the one to say this, like Damian Priest is six foot five and that's. Oh, yeah. If, If they're if they're elevating someone as a star. 
Which, by the way, I, again, I don't know. I, I, I've kind of gotten in my head that I want LA Knight to be facing uh, Austin Theory at SummerSlam, and that's part of my hesitation to Logan Paul to any of this other stuff. I mean, that could be a triple threat match with Logan Paul in it. Oh, Jesus. I mean, stop it. Tell me that's crazy. That's, uh, you no, really think crazy. that's... It is crazy. That's too. There's no. too much going on there. When I say crazy, when I say crazy, tell me they wouldn't do that. No, I think they would rather have Logan Paul. I, I don't. Match. I don't. So think what's they, Logan Paul yeah. doing at SummerSlam? Let's run through the list here. Who's a face? Decent sized star. It doesn't have to be a top star, but you know, kind of the upper mid card star. Who could face? Do him and his brother face Kevin and Sammy? I mean, look, we can't. I, I thought that I thought for a second that they were about to do that at Mania instead of I, I thought it was going to be the Usos against uh, Logan and his brother. So can't rule it out. I mean, it's definitely not impossible. Um, you know, you could have something for Riddle at SummerSlam. Uh, you know, I think, like I think, you, do you think they milk Gunther all the way to SummerSlam, though? I mean, I they, think I think at this point you do. I wish I was more into it. Like, if I was more into it, I would, you know. Even Ludwig Kaiser had a hell of a match, I thought. It was a really good match. I know you just can't like anything associated with Riddle now, but. I don't, it's not even, I just haven't felt anything with Riddle since he's come back. It's all felt so small. Like, there's just no. I felt the, I, I haven't felt the, um. The, like the character side, but the the physicality in that match, I felt, and I, and I, I mean, do want to see him fight Gunther for sure. By the way, I, for for Logan Paul, I, I think I have the answer actually, depending on if this person's around or not. Edge. Okay. Oh God. Is that what you're doing with an Edge appearance? Really? I mean, I mean you, you, you listen. I get it, but you can't pretend that what Logan Paul does isn't big because it is. I, I get it. it, but what he does is big, so it's going to yes, have to be not, someone significant. I, I've always thought that Edge's appearances should have value for the person that like he's facing. Oh, you right. I mean? So you would suggest that he's <laughs> losing to Logan Paul? Because yeah, that's mean, the only well, way. It would but hold have on, value. but Edge doesn't lose. Like you, you say you always want that, but no, that but, never happens but, with Edge. Yeah. But John but Cena, he, <laughs> John Cena versus Logan Paul. I'm not assuming John Cena is coming back unless yeah, like, I'm not assuming actually. I'm not assuming John Cena either. But this is the funny part. If he did like it in both ways, it would be a palatable way to get Logan Paul a win. You know, like you'd be. Do you have John with, Cena lose the theory and Logan Paul, though? Why not? He's not a wrestler anymore. And and no one remembers he actually lost a theory. Like they have played that off so weirdly. Like no, theory, theory says it every time he's on screen, though. I beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah, but he's almost saying it in a way where he's like, I have to say this because no one believes it. It's a very weird way they're treating that. Well, I mean, it's it well, part of matter. part of the problem is Austin Theory hasn't been on TV, which is a weird. That is part of the problem. That is part of the yep. problem. But it, it just doesn't. What does it matter if John Cena wins or loses? He it, it's irrelevant. He does not need. He's got showing up for a long time. If you've got John Cena, it's a perfect person that if you feel the need, hey, we got to let Logan Paul beat somebody so that, you know, he still feels like he matters. John Cena is a perfect choice for that. 
Like now he gets to say he beat John Cena and gets pretend like it's a thing when we all know it's it's irrelevant. I wait. By the way, as far as people it could be, as far as Logan Paul goes, why couldn't it be Ricochet? You play off the Rumble thing. They have they did kind of do something with that. I mean that would be fine. It it I I I hate saying this. It doesn't. It's not big enough. Yeah. Right. But. You know, again, playing on the history and, you know, saying these guys can go for it. I'm, and they're going to they're going to do crazy things in the ring. Well, that you're well not I'll tell believe. you. Well, I was just going to say, I'll tell you that you, they could flip that into something really quickly just by having Ricochet do. Yeah. Like they could force viral stuff uh, on purpose yes. for the next month and a half. Uh huh. It's actually kind of per, a perfect use for Logan Paul. And yeah, huge for Ricochet like that. And that's an example of of Logan Paul helping put eyes well, on but, someone. But but again, this comes to the issue. Do you think that they let Ricochet beat Logan Paul? No, no. And that's why it's perfect. <laughs> you you need Logan Paul to get a win. Give it over Ricochet. And that's, also, but that, I just feel it, I just it, feel bad about that. I like, feel I bad feel, about it, but you could do it in a way where it's because of the one upmanship or whatever. I, like, you know, I also like Ricochet. I love Ricochet. He doesn't have a resume to protect. He doesn't have an aura to protect. He can lose. I know, but but you're you're kind of acknowledging he never will at this point, right? Like it's well, kind of you're, you know what worries me the just, most, and, and like it's crazy to think about this person doing this to anyone, but I do think Logan Paul eats him up on the mic, and it's that would be dif- a difficult part of this. Yeah, it'd be hard to come back from. God. Because, like, Logan Paul shouldn't be eating people up on the mic, but Ricochet is so not great at it yeah. that Logan you, Paul, you, you almost would have to make is sure above it, average. I think it would be – I don't think he's above average at all. I don't think there's anything about Logan by Paul. by comparison – I don't – no, I don't think he's any better than Ricochet on the mic. That's where I'm going to take – I don't oh, – oh. Yeah, I don't think Logan Paul listen to Ricochet on listen to Logan had nothing to say. He sat in the middle of the ring on a ladder, the easiest place to cut a promo, and he couldn't do it. Logan Paul's not good at all on the mic. He has no mic ability. He doesn't he doesn't know what his character is supposed to be. It feels like he's fighting his own self in the process. He like knows that he's supposed to be an a-hole. But he's not even good at setting you up to get to the a-hole part. Nobody was buying into the he was happy to be in Cleveland thing. It was he's not good at this. He's not an actor in any way. I don't disagree. And I still if I were them, I wouldn't put them on the I I would just use it as like like every every week I would show highlights of them. I would just make it some crazy like, oh, oh, look at look at Ricochet doing something. Either one of them should Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yes, right, right. one of them talk. Like, I, I, I'm okay with that. Two guys that aren't good at talking don't have them talk uh, by any stretch of the imagination. That, that's why I'd be looking forward to the L.A. Knight thing so much because L.A. Knight would just eviscerate yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm 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 very much with you that I think that it works. All right, quickly, um, let's hit on NXT. Um, yes, it it was a really good match for Braun because the bar was so low for him at this point that he desperately needed something. It doesn't solve the Braun thing like it. It it started to correct it, though, because his last few promos have been good, too. Like he's getting better at this. Um, Less his last few promos have been quick. Yes, I think that's 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 my point. Less is more. 
they're not having you know they're 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 bringing him back to basics and i think that's important for him play to people's strengths yes. don't force them to do something that they shouldn't be doing yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of those things. I don't think it suddenly makes me believe that Braun Breaker is a professional wrestling superstar. Because no, no, yeah. no, no. But I feel a lot better about him now than I did three weeks ago. I, I, I'm still skeptical that he's going to regress into whatever that was. But Well, I also would say that it's hard for me to judge any – I, who's I having pro, bad I, matches? I, 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 I got I to – yes, but I first of all, I've – I'm trying to think, but I, his matches have never really been my issue. I mean, has, has he had a bad match with anyone? I think he's had lackluster matches. Like I think everyone he's just has matches. lackluster matches, but I, I think mean, he's had a lot of them. Like okay. I think the majority of his matches have just sort of been matches. But I feel like I've never had, I've never been waiting to talk about a Braun Breaker match being bad. It's the no, everything else that was I, the I, issue. I disagree. I I, said, I, I agree. The other stuff is a bigger problem than his matches, but I think you can make up if Braun Breaker was having banger matches. And well, oh, I'm not saying he's outstanding. I'm just saying anybody can put on good, decent to good matches and be bad on the mic. That doesn't separate you in any way. Like you are not above anyone. You are not even at Ricochet's level at that point. Well, I get Ricochet has a better match than anyone. Yeah. Like, but I'm I'm talking about a st- if your standard is you're bad on the mic and you can have decent matches. Where does that put you in a card? Like, what what does that? Who Aside are you? from the look and presence, I mean, the, I understand that's the it's specifically in comparison to Ricochet. That's where the difference is. But yeah, who who are the guys that are bad on the mic? I mean, he's have, like Baron Corbin, basically. Basically, yes. I mean. Basically, and, and Corbin's better in the ring. At I would the, say Corbin's the, better on the mic. And 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 well, now like, he's. But, but again, Corbin's always been better on the mic. <laughs> like NXT Corbin, you thought was better on the mic? I mean, we I just we don't... went to that NXT show and he was just talking trash to the crowd the whole time while on the okay. And it was kind house, of like... We've always talked about house show Corbin be great. I'm talking about TV Corbin. I'm talking about skill, not presentation. Skill, I think Baron Corbin has absolutely always been more skilled on the mic than Braun Breaker is. Like, again... I think we're splitting hairs, honestly. Yeah, I th- I, th- I don't think it's that much. If it's better, it's barely. I mean, I, I think... Okay, who else? Um, He's... Uh, I mean, you know who they... I, I was actually... Upon the, these past conversations we've had, I've been kind of going through our head about who... Has always been not great on the mic, not great on the ring, but has a presence and the crowd eats it up. It, like the person who they want him to be is Psycho Sid or Sid Vicious. Sure, but, but he he wasn't sure. ter- I he was not good on the mic. Don't say he was good on the mic. I mean, he was Ultimate Warrior on the mic, right? Like he no. uh, like Dollar no. Store Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. He, but like, the crowd, but the crowd loved him. what you're talking. He about. also had catchphrases that worked like like maybe he wasn't great, but he had there was something there. I am the ruler of the you know, all that stuff was it's silly, but it, it, it like I said, yeah, well, people, but then, but then people want to go back and relitigate the ultimate sure. warrior stuff like his promos but, weren't effective but, and they were. But but by the way, all you're saying then is Braun is a catchphrase away from potentially being very over. Sure. Yeah, potentially. 
I mean, that's uh, isn't with, every wrestler kind of a catchphrase away from? Well, that's true. Really over to some extent. When you made the comparison to Ryback, I thought the Ryback comparison yeah. was the yeah. app. I like I've always thought that was you know very fair to the point. Again, I agree that it's better that he did something that it, that it shows something. I'm still skeptical of the idea that I saw from a few places on the internet this week that it suggests that this was his star making moment or something like that. I, there is a bigger problem there than he needed a really good match with Seth Rollins, um, which again, everybody should be getting a really good match with Seth Rollins at this. Oh, Moss gets a very good match out of Seth Rollins. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you can't get a really good match out of Seth (laughs) with Seth Rollins, you should be fired immediately. Like you should never allowed to be allowed to work in professional wrestling. Um, so it, it, that's not the standard for me for a star making moment for Braun yeah. Breaker, but it wasn't bad. Um, you know, the Gable Steven Stevenson shows up. I, I have no idea what to make of that. It's the same week where there were reports that he wanted to think about using another year of eligibility as a collegiate wrestler, which is a weird bit. Um, and, and again, like, is he like 24 at this point? He's up there. I don't know. COVID years, though. He he gets the extra COVID year. Yes. Well, he could get the extra yeah, COVID. Yeah, if he wants, he but can he take is, an extra He's COVID. 23. Yeah. And when was his birthday? Yeah, and his birthday's passed. So it's not like he's 23 about to turn 24. Right. Like, he's this. it's not like he's an absurd or a comical as Stetson Bennett age. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, him showing up this week might be nothing more than him just trying to do a solid for his brother to try to help get his brother over. It might not be a sign that he's ready to start his WWE career right now. I have, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of hope it's a sign that he is because what are you doing? Like, I, you make a big deal. If they hadn't publicly made such a big deal about the fact that he's there, then he could bake in the oven for as long as they want him to. Right. But like, it's so weird that they tried to do these bits. Like, was it, was it last year at SummerSlam or was that no, the it year was two years? It, it was two when years. we were, when we were in, um, when we were in Vegas, 2021 was the first time they brought no, him no, out. No, 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 no. What was the event where he like, oh, hit? it was main mania 2022. So last WrestleMania. Yeah. He hit somebody or someone threw a drink on him or whatever yeah, was that the, was. This thing with the street pro like he, one night he hung out with the street profits and one night he hung out with Stephanie McMahon and we were just like, Oh God, that's the worst idea ever. Don't do that. So what was the thing where, didn't someone? Didn't yeah, it someone... was him and Gable. It was it was the Street Profits Gable, Alpha right. Academy yeah, yeah. RK Bro. Was it just a triple threat or a four way match? Whatever. And they were all celebrating in the ring, and Gable jumped in the ring, and then yeah. That's with... okay. Got it. Uh, I would like for them to get on with it too, but if he's going to wrestle collegiately this year, that's not going to happen. And again, the reports this week, and from like real people in the that world, like Flow Wrestling, literally is the place where they air all of the matches says he is intending to use his final year of NCAA eligibility. So that's a weird, yeah, that's weird. I I mean, it might've been as simple as he was there to talk about his future. So they used him in that way. Right. Or it might be the same way that we talked about in the past that they, they want him to be around the building. If he is ever going to be a W star, they want him to come down and do some training and be involved. But you know, the summer is the only time he can do it because then if he's going to go back and wrestle, he's got to go back. So and to your I, point, he has to help his brother or, or he's he wants to help his brother. Right. That's what I meant to say. 
Yeah, he feels um, like showing up. No, it's such a, I, I do love how they did the I'm winking at your brother, but the segment really only makes sense if you know that it's his brother. Like they needed to say that per, more explicitly, I feel like. It's a weird bit. Well, no, actually, it, it's the opposite. It makes no sense if it's his brother. Like, why Why would he want to train this other random guy? Because he's a dick. Well, him being a dick makes more sense than I know yeah, him you better than anybody, but I have no relationship to him. <laughs> well, or also keep in mind, Damon Kemp's kind of an a-hole. Like, the yeah, character. He's a total a-hole. Well, yeah, so, so, yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah, he's just a prick to the prick. <laughs> right. He's, he's trying to get back at his brother being an a-hole to everyone, like. And be the good guy in the scenario, which is what we assume they would want Gable Stevenson to be whenever he does become a professional wrestler. But who knows when that's going to be? Um, also, very funny that when they got rid of the women's tag team belt, they decided to start a women's tag team division. Very. There's like three very, or four teams already. Oh, it's remarkable. I mean, I, I assume they'll just create another belt after they unify. That's what they belts. always do, right? Like, I assume that's just the way that it'll go, but it's just. Very, very funny the way that it works. All right. Um, can we good? Can we get into picks? Can we go ahead and do that? Sure. Okay. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, we let's try to do this a little bit quicker because we, as we, it's sort of like what we talked about last year. I, it's it's much like a Saudi Arabia show. It's somewhere between the most important show and a house show. Um, on. <laughs> They're doing an Athena versus Billy Starks match for in the the Women's Owen Hart Cup tournament. Can we all just say Athena and move on? Sure, though. I do like Billy Starks, but yeah. I like Billy Starks, too, but I had forgotten that she existed, unfortunately. Going I, I also that. forgot Athena existed. So. To be fair, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> that not, well, it's that a good graduation not. gift for Billy Starks. Um, is, this, is, is this... What am I missing? I think she just graduated high school. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, yeah, her, right her, her, that. her, her and Nick Wayne both just graduated high school. Well, I saw that Nick Wayne, like, they're moving up quickly, right? Like, he's graduating, and they're planning on putting him on the roster pretty quickly. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go to that boy. Th- this one, just chef's kiss of a match. <laughs> Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> but... Only some of them. <laughs> and and then who is this that I, we know Takeshi because he's been around. Who's this other person? You you ask I, it's funny because you ask the same question every time he's on an AEW show. <laughs> he's uh he's Sean Moxley's boy in New Japan. Sure he is. If you say so. <laughs> that because that's a thing now. And against the elite, but With- <laughs> but for some reason, with a guy who openly hates them joining the group and who the entire shtick of the show was about how much he hates them, because, yes, why not? <laughs> and Who's uh, the other and, guy? And Ishii. I mean, a mo- a oh, lot. Ishii. OK, OK. Yeah. I know who that is. The other guy. Um, I, What in the ever loving F is this? This is as Tony Khan as it gets. Like, this is everything is just an action figure to me. I I can do whatever I want and you guys will just do whatever I tell you to do. This is atrocious because it actually spits in the face 
of the match series that we were all talking about that made sense. Now there's this goofy thing that you have to, that, which both means something and doesn't mean anything at all at the exact same time. It, it, this is the existence of this match is an embarrassment. So I, I'm sorry. I, I abstain. I refuse to pick this match because it should not exist. The funny thing is like, if you had actually put some story into this, the idea and, and he tried to, no, 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 no. I'm not going to defend this match. and not going to defend this match being here, but the idea of Eddie Kingston hating Claudio so much, he'll do anything works if you actually play it out. But this match here in this spot, when I saw that they were doing this match like this, that makes no sense. And where has Eddie Kingston been before he ran out the other day? Has he been on Ring he of was, Honor? I, yeah, he's been a little bit on Ring of Honor. I know he's he was named to the G1. Um, but that doesn't but have anything like, to do with it. Hey, yeah, uh, I think I think he might have been injured a little bit on Ring of Honor a little bit. And then I just here. think it's funny how he went from they forced feed this guy down your throat for months to where was he? Like, that's the most AEW thing. Ever. And, some, and for some this reason, this guy is the most important thing on the show for three I'm months. I'm supposed to remember that he hates Claudio. For right, some right. Reason. Like, why? What? Isn't that some carried over thing from? I was going to say that that's been a 20 year thing. So that that's just kind of if you know the wrestling history, you know that they hate each other and they've always hated each other. Sure. That's like the kind of sure. thing where Exc- Excalibur has to like hurry up and say like two paragraphs worth of stuff when it's happening so that you understand what's going on. Well, but oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. When they. I, when they did at the end of the show this week, him reading off all of the matches. <laughs> That's every week. Three know, but this is now, but this like, now he has to do it for Collision, collision too. So they had to do Rampage, Collision, <laughs> the pay-per-view, and next week's Dynamite. And do it in two and a half minutes. I'm, I'm so fearful that the guy's going to die. I assume It's, a, it's the Micro that. Machines commercial. Oh, I, I hope that he records it ahead of time. Like, I hope that it's something that he records on Wednesday afternoon and they just try to speed it up in the... Oh. Oh, it's so painful. Um, how how fast can you read 17 matches? <laughs> so bad. Um, but everything about this is it's just so embarrassing, and it's so even like. Why is it on this show? But that and this thing like Forbidden Door is the place where like you can, as we said, the good thing about Forbidden Door this year is they haven't been trying to force anything. Like they've just sort of said, we're doing a show. You want to watch it? Watch it. You don't want to watch it? Don't watch it. Like it, we're going to do it. And it's for a certain group of people and they'll probably be into it. This now screws with what you're doing. This now is is problematic because it gets in the way of AEW programming and of something that there it it, it is unconscionable that this match exists and if i have to pick it i'm just going to say ishii picks uh pins shota because they're not going to be around next week so they can continue whatever they're doing here i guess you can say it matters the least to them sure but i don't know that eddie kingston's going to be around next week either because i don't know why he's (laughs) here um I'm supposed to care for some reason about Chris Jericho and Sting. (laughs) Because that's the thing that we've all been waiting for for a very long time. Remember, we would all gather around the fire and we would say, 
guys, you know when my life will be complete? <laughs> is when Chris Jericho and Sting, who are 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 loosely contemporaries, <laughs> like l- l- kinda contemporary. Like I'm trying to think of a, of, of a comparison. Two guys that have both existed sort of at the same time. Randy Orton and Ric Flair. <laughs> Peyton Manning well, and Patrick Mahomes. Were they, uh, did they cross for a year? <laughs> they might have crossed for a year, maybe. But I, I think it's got to be more random than that. Like Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be like, um, it's got to be like Josh Allen and like t- Tony Romo or something. No, no, but it can't, different yeah. positions, different positions. He's talking about like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, um, a lineman and a quarterback or something like that. Right. Like so you're trying to sell me that like, oh, this is the big meeting between Joe. This is the matchup you waited for. It's Joe Thomas versus Joe Burrow. Like we've all yeah. said <laughs> we needed to see the two of them against each other. Um, I, I don't I don't know why we're supposed to care about that. Like, again, that's that is about as forced as it gets. Well, also, um, also. But again, like taking that aside. So like you're doing that, right? You're doing that story. You're doing the thing with Darby and Sammy and Jericho. And then this is that thing again that you were just saying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the same I, thing. Again, like even you can be offended that they're doing that. But th- that's what they're doing. They're telling a story. They really are. And now there's other people. But but at right. least this one, I don't think was ever a story. It was just let's put Jericho and Sting in a ring together. No, 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 no. no. There's very much a telling. no. There's very much a story with Darby and Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. And Sting Sting involved himself, but they did a segment. And they told a, a they did. The, they did a segment. <laughs> no, it, there is yeah. something at the crux of this, which is what is Sammy going to choose darker light? Darker, like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. There is a fight for Sammy's soul. And then, and then at some point they were like, oh no, we can just get Sting and Chris Jericho staring at each other. But they did do a thing before that. Like, yeah, they did. You're right. And as to your point, now they're adding Minoru Suzuki for reasons and whoever they're going to throw in the match tell me tell me who from new japan is not booked for a match yet and on this card that they're going to throw in that they're going to force into this match on saturday night uh hiromu Taka, to takahashi okay there you go hiromu. that's yeah, that's, that fit. that's, yeah. that's what it'll be do we want to pick this match or not nope we don't sting nope. wins sting wins <laughs> sting wins um by the way i don't know if that wait hold on we didn't set this up properly i don't know if anyone knows knew knew that this is what was going to happen tonight this is the greatest forbidden door preview show you've ever heard (laughs) i just realized we're not going to pick any of the matches (laughs) (laughs) cm punk is back i don't know if you guys heard brandon was so inspired by cm punk's rap promo on saturday night say it was the same old same old cm punk and brandon was texting us about how good it was i thought it was i thought it was good i thought it reestablished him reestablished it did nothing it was (laughs) by the way brandon said the show was good that was the first time he said an AEW show was good in god knows how long well it's the first Um, one that's been good in god knows how long i i thought the show was (laughs) it was functional yeah, I think it was functional. I think so it here, moved. Here's part of the issue. Part of the why the show felt good is because it was different. Because it had a different set, different announcers, and a different energy to it. That no well, longer can be the case because now it's going to be that every week, right? So, well, hang on. I'll, I'll say to it 
it also moved from segment to segment yeah. and didn't get bogged down by 30 person. Wait, what, what the, the, the AW problem, the yeah. let's just throw a ton of things at it and see what, what comes let's, out. Let's go back yeah. to basics, put on really good matches. And I mean, hearing Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis on commentary was great. Yep. Well, I mean, I, the, the Andrade buddy match was awesome. Right. Yeah. And, and again, for the most part, uh, the, the CM Punk, if you like CM Punk, you like the CM Punk promo, right? Because it felt like CM Punk, but it didn't actually do anything. It didn't present some new layer to him. Um, it's ex- it, No, it was but I felt like he, I felt like he felt ignited again. I felt like he felt energetic again. I felt like he felt purposeful again. And I know you're going to hit back at that, but I, I think... He believed it, and so I believed it. And I don't think that he did in this I last think run. I think CM Punk believes in one thing. CM but, think, Punk. But, but again, but the, the, okay, but those are two different things. I, th- I've always been, and we've said it, you know, I've, we've talked about it. At the end of his run, before the whatever happened, he felt like he was walking in place through that stuff. Like I never felt like he was passionate about what he was doing. In those programs, I I never felt that, you know, he was weird. We called him John Cena, right? Like we called him, you know, whatever we called him. John Cena. (laughs) Right. But you know what I mean? They were trying to do some weird John Cena thing with him. And they may still try to do that. But I felt, at least in this promo, that felt more like the guy that people wanted to see. Like, and I don't think we saw that guy in, in a lot of his last run before he left i i think that cm punk is as invested in something as it feels like it's putting over cm punk uh, and, and and i agree with that that doesn't on saturday night they gave yeah. him the opportunity to put cm punk the hell over and then he showed up on wednesday night and it was for five seconds and it was uninspired and you know he he did He's not getting a match that matters on well, this show. I, I admittedly have not seen Wednesday night because there, this is Wednesday there, night. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I mean, there's nothing to see. He just kind of randomly shows up in the middle of a group beat down and he's just kind of there and you know, demand play my music. Like, I mean, it's, it's nothing good that comes from CM Punk's involvement. It's just, hey, we're still in Chicago for whatever bizarre reason they did back to back shows. I guess for the purpose of CM Punk's going to be back. Let's see how much I, we can well, I, milk this cat. If I if I had to guess, they probably had the dynamite in Chicago, and when they, you know, brought up collision, they were like, okay, we'll slide that in here. That'd be my guess at least. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but if CM Punk is being, if they use CM Punk in the way that they should use him, which is your job is to put everyone else over because you're in your mid forties. And that's what you should be doing at this point in your career. I'm going to guess he's not going to be of any value because that's he, he was. And, and maybe in fairness, because he was out for seven years, he feels like he's missed out on prime. I am the star of stars and I need to be treated that way. But I have no interest in that. That was not an interesting promo to me. It was exactly what I thought I was going to get, which was self-important. You know, I I am a star. That's all I have to say. I'm not saying anything interesting about the company, about, you know, anything else other than myself. I have that's all I have is I believe I'm the most important thing that exists. And that's what's coming out in my character. And the one the what? 
I was going to say the one interesting thing is that he took the shot at the fans, which is something he didn't do in the initial AEW run at all. But I don't believe that that's going to be something that carries over from week to week either. So yeah, I, I don't think they're suddenly going to try to force a CM Punk heel character. I mean, I don't to the point. I don't know they can get it to work even if they did. Um, I mean, part like, of the problem is everyone else is a heel. So you kind of need him not to be right. I mean, you've got well, so many stars that you just turned heel with the Blackpool folks. Right. And I guess the question ultimately is, it, are they going to get to an elite thing? Like, so there's there's a couple things that can happen here. I, as I brought up to you, in a goofy way, him holding the belt can work to the extent of first, it's it is shameful knowing what his involvement was. He his character should have been penalized, too. Right. Like if there's a penalty for you as a person, that should also count for your character. So it's shameful that they're letting him still try to claim to be the champion. Dude, there's a reason why you've been sidelined for seven months. You weren't a victim here by any stretch of the imagination. Your actions are the reason. And the pe- the character should also suffer the penalty for it. But if you're going to do that, the one thing it does allow for is whatever your championship match is in, you know, in in London. And presumably that's. I guess if they don't care about ticket sales now, they can just make that Adam Cole there. Then it allows for you to set CM Punk up for the following week. And it creates a scenario where you don't have to try to create a program in one week. You can just say, hey, whoever wins that match, CM Punk is going to be waiting as the you know, champion in waiting. The issue becomes our it's the eternal thing. We all know the answer should be that MJF wins both of those matches because MJF needs to get his win back against mm-hmm. CM Punk. But are they are is Tony Khan just drunk on CM Punk? And if he's going to be here, I want him to be the champion because the hell with anything else. And and d- does he want to play action figures and have CM Punk versus Adam Cole just because he's a Mark and Marks would love that? Um. I don't know that that's any bigger to marks than a CM Punk MJF rematch is. But the, we yeah. already saw that. By, by the way, we, well, but we the rematch, so he gets, you know, and I think the marks at this point want to, uh, MJF to get his win back. By the way, you could also, you could either do that or you could do a, a tournament thing where you have the two title matches in London and then the winners face off it all in. Could do that as well. But speaking of the tournament thing, I mean, is this, this, this match he's in is a Owen Hart cup. Well, but remember, the Owen Hart isn't anything like they'll just yeah. have they, they absolutely will have him win the Owen Hart because there's no ramifications from it. Like they're not going to have him lose in this tournament. That's not going to happen. Unlo- gonna, unless it's to, unless it's to set up the all, <coughs> right like the all in all in match. I can't I couldn't remember for a second which one was all in and all out. Who would they have him lose to who would I mean, who would be in no, this who lose to? who's in the who's in the I, I'd have to look it's at a exactly very who. lackluster group, dude. Oh, it really? is. I haven't oh even my seen God. the bracket Owen Hart tournament. Hang on a second. Yeah, it's a it's a. Is it like a, LOL? CM Punk's definitely um, winning. Um, you I Samoa mean, Joe's it, in it here. It could be Ricky Starks. You could use it to elevate Ricky. No, Bro. Samoa Samoa Joe. Oh, guys, <laughs> like let's <laughs> stop. Dustin Rhodes, of course. You're just it'll be, saying it'll be things. Just, saying of course, things. I'm just saying things. Come on now. God bless no, I mean, you. no, I, I genuinely do think like the right idea with this bracket is Ricky Starks. 
but I don't believe if it. If CM Punk wasn't in it, he, it's of course the right right answer. But I, I don't believe for a second that the, this goes back to what I said before. If I believe there was a chance that CM Punk was here to do the right things, then I would be more in favor of CM Punk. There is absolutely nothing that suggests that CM Punk is here to do the right things for the professional wrestling business. Like, we have seen no evidence that, that is a concern for him at uh, all. By the way, I love I love <laughs> I love how they're doing this tournament so that because there's fit, forbidden doors coming up, there's one Japanese guy in it, but <laughs> but all the rest of the people are just the regular roster. Uh, <laughs> CM, Punk, CM Punk's winning the tournament, and it's fine because they're it's not like winning the tournament gets you something. Like it's just a trophy, and you hug. Owen Hart's wife, and that's fine. Like, it's whatever. Who cares who wins this tournament? It's not a real thing. I, I, I don't even care that you say, well, it'd be better for Ricky Starks. Would it? Like, what does winning this tournament Fair. do for you? Fair. How does that help Ricky Starks? Um, CM Punk wins the tournament. It's fine. It's not really, I, I don't even mean that facetiously. It's fine because it's not a real thing. Uh, it, it's it's just something they do. Jesus. Here are the other matches on this show. Yeah, Tony we, Storm we did, Wait, do you remember when we said we were going to no, do we're some not quick? So whatever, who cares? The other matches are Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale for the Women's Championship, which, you know, is, is, is kind of interesting because Willow won that other belt, but they're not doing like belt versus belt. They're just doing for the... So, so we know who's yeah. winning that match. Yes, Tony Storm is winning. Um, the international championship, which is not a thing. So I, like we keep saying at some point that like Orange Cassidy might lose this, but why? Fun match. Like, like it's a fun match. Yeah, it's a fun match. Sure. Zack Sabre Jr., Shibata and Daniel Garcia. It actually should be a barn burner, honestly, but it's just kind of irrelevant. Um, Sonata against Jungle Boy for the IWGP championship. I mean, unless they're they're doing like a, a trade off where like Jungle Boy is going to go make a couple appearances, and so they just want to gimmick it. I mean, no. Does Sonata have like a second person? Um, you he does. Yeah, no, he's he's with the stable. But I was gonna say, because why is this listed with Hook? Like, why would you well, do that they, if they, I know they're doing a thing, but like, why would they have that if the other guy doesn't have? So Hook can get on the card. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how they that's just how they do things. They do that with a lot of people. Um, Okada versus Danielson, they've already said is the main event, which is, ah. um, you know, fine, and it's going to be a hell of a match. And yep. there are no stakes. Like this is, by the way, this is one where like, you know, if they talked about it with New Japan, it's like, like Okada absolutely could end up winning that match. Sure. Um, just because there are no stakes. Danielson's at the point where wins and losses don't really matter. He doesn't seem to care any longer. So o- Okada's at the matter at the point. Like both of them are at the point where they that's can true absolutely- too. But Okada does not is not as relevant in America as Brian Danielson. Sure. Is. Yeah. If, if you want to use this to highlight Okada to because yes. you think you're going to bring him back a little more often, yeah, 100. percent Or or just as a favor to New Japan. You know what I mean? Like just as a hey, if we're going to do this, we'll we'll do some business for you. This is the perfect place to say we will try to help this guy become more of an American star by letting him beat and, Brian. And it's, by the way, especially for this match, this could absolutely be a match where we see a, a rematch at Wrestle Kingdom or something like that. Or are sure. we are we playing? I mean, do you think we'll be playing the scorecard game of like how many matches? No. no, 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 no. I think we learned that from last year, didn't we? That like AEW won like every match, right? Mm, I'd have to go back and look. I feel, I feel like, like I feel like we were laughing because they won like every match. 
I feel like that's true too. But I mean, again, I I just be saying that I feel that way because I don't really remember anything about it actually. Um, match results. Let's see. Take out the pre-show. Let's see. So the problem is they kept doing these like random things where it was, you know, AEW and New Japan people together. So you had like Suzuki and right. Jericho but, and Sim. But hang on, Moxley beat Tanahashi. Um, Jay but White. That was for, yeah. Jay White did win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship match, but we kind of sort of expected that. Claudio beat Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Osprey beat Orange Cassidy. The matches that were, but that that was also for an IWGP belt. So if you take right. away those matches, right, like that were for their belts. So yeah, if you uh, if you take away any, I mean, there's only like there, what matches were there? <laughs> there there was the Claudio Zack Sabre Jr. match. That was about it. Um, uh, Gun Club beat a bunch of people. Max Caster and the Gun Club defeated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pre-show, but yeah. Look, I'm I'm not expecting that they feel the need to get a bunch of things, but I think that's an opportunity for them to do a solid. Like I think sure. it sets up well for them but, to do but, a solid there. But don't don't you think they could have Kenny Omega drop this belt because it's so a, we'll oh well, sure. he, he so. will drop the belt not not Ken he well so then D- Danielson's not losing if that's happening right they could do both things 100 percent because Danielson actually cares about like that's right. the difference right. here like Danielson could absolutely the the existence of this match to Brian Danielson might be about trying to put Okada over in America like. That might be the reason why this match exists. That's well, the match exists because they, because Okada was basically the first guy that Danielson said he wanted to fight. That's why sure, this match exists. But part yeah. of that might be Danielson saying, I see this as an opportunity for, for us to create a Okada as a bigger star in America. To, to your point, I'm going to go wrestle him again in Japan. I'll beat him there, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think absolutely both things could happen. But yes, as as uh, Brandon brought up, Omega versus Will Ospreay. Aaron, you're saying Will Ospreay is definitely winning that match? I'd be very surprised otherwise. Okay. And then the uh, MJF Tanahashi match, which, you know. I, cool. Sure. I, it, if if they let it be cool, right? Like sure. The yeah. fact that it's not in the main event, you know, does at least make you wonder if they're not planning on it being cool, but the hell why why not let it be a, a I, I mean you, you have mjf the you know the ultimate heel versus the japanese john cena like right. yeah right. that's fun that's delightful i <laughs> i have a really important question because i don't see it listed here really really important oh will we get to see don Callis on this show uh, that's a great point we do need more don Callis. Uh, wh- what do you mean of course well, we're no yeah don Callis. yeah exactly. If you didn't watch on wednesday night he uh offered himself as uh to osprey as like a oh, search Yes. So. Oh, I actually missed that part. I, I was. I mean, he could oh, get involved with either. He could get involved in like three matches on this card. like Osprey showed up backstage and Don Callis greeted him and um said I'll, I'll give you personal security in Canada and like you know just this like Don Callis has inserted himself into that one thousand percent. He is a part of the story of the Kenny Omega Will Osprey match now, which is exactly what wrestling fans were clamoring for when they found out that Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay were going to have a match. They said, well, that would be okay, but you know what it needs. Don Callis. That's what it needs. (laughs) All right. Are we good? Yeah, I think so. 
All right. Uh, Aaron may or may not be with us for the next. Unfortunately, he um, he might he might actually die. That's just the reality. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> he might, might perish. Uh, he's going to London to not go to Money in the Bank. That's right. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, it's expensive over there to go to these shows. Are you kidding me? Okay, that's a good question. What would it cost to get into Money in the Bank? So I, I, I checked as of two weeks ago, and get-in price was like $600. Holy uh, I, it might have come down a little bit since then, but let me just see. Oh, shit. We got to – hey, I just saw a spoiler. There's another match for Forbidden Door. Oh. Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Why? I mean, I like it, but Why? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it just says it Adam was, Cole cut a promo, which MJF yeah. wound up interrupting during the segment. It was announced that Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler will be taking place at AEW. I think this is something that's going to happen on Friday night. And I, I would be mad yeah. at you. That could, I oh, Friday it. night. OK. I, I won't watch on Friday nights anymore. So this does actually does not bother me any longer. Um. Oh, uh, also a return happened. OK. On, on Friday? John Morrison is back in AEW, apparently. Logical with his wife being there. I mean, Do you want to guess what he's doing? Oh my God, this is. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. By the way, this is. By the, the way, thing it, it, get it, some, get in price is four hundred seventy three dollars right now. Jeez, that's amazing. Some people do still watch these shows, so we oh, don't. I'm sorry, we're not supposed. They to watch Rampage. I don't, but some Rampage? people might. I, I, I've told you before, I'm out. I'm out. Now that I have to watch Collision, I refuse to watch Rampage. Okay, well, this is... By, this the, is... by the way, speaking of shows watching, did you see the uh, the top cable programs of the week? No. Number one was Raw. Number three was Collision. Number four was Dynamite. Do you know what number two was, Brandon? Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yeah. And that was, was for, like, a rerun. <laughs> like Or, like, Secrets Revealed or whatever. That wasn't even for, like, a first run kind of thing i mean it, it is but it isn't you know that's like that's like the the cutting room floor stuff that they just throw into an episode and it still was number two for the week i i've said i do enough white things in my life you will not get me to do this you will will not get me to watch this show i refuse to that's just what it is all right. Speaking of white things, Brandon and I are going to see Weezer. Yes. How very, how very white. How very white of a. Hey, you, you, you want to talk about the whitest thing ever? I went to see Taylor Swift. On, I did see that on on Saturday in, and in in matching shirts. That is pretty white. Matching I was say, shirts. That part's definitely white. Yeah. Matching shirts. Well, the, the whole stadium was pretty white. Well, yes. <laughs> although again the nice thing about being a dude at a taylor swift show is much shorter bathroom line like that much, is it, until all the women figured that out and then started yeah. using our bathroom yeah but whatever it was like the backstreet boys show it was like the backstreet boys show it was nice nice to have the shorter bathroom lines i can get behind it i can get behind it yeah, when 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 they complained about the state of the restroom, I said, "It's me." Hi. Yeah, there you go. I'm mm-hmm. the problem. It's... I'm the problem. All right. <laughs> no. no. Uh, what's uh, Aaron? Uh, we plug something. Uh, you just got nine days left to sign up for the Ultimate Fantasy Football Experience Giveaway. Go to CircleLasVegas.com to do so. 
And if you find yourself in Vegas, come out, check out Circa, and sign up for Circa Survivor, Circa Million, 14 million in guaranteed prizes, and follow me on Twitter at the AOster. And Brandon? Circa Survive still isn't back at Ramshead Live, but we announced, let's see, one, two, three, five, five new shows this week. We've got Papa Roach and Spirit Box Whoa. on September 10th. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> I I got I'm sorry. I'm it's midnight. I am checked out for the night. Let's just come on. Yeah, September 10th. Uh Mo is coming back on September 14th. Cradle of Filth and Devil Driver are on October 22nd. Jukebox the Ghost presents their Hallow Queen show on Saturday, October 28th, and get the let out. Uh, returns on Saturday, December 9th. All tickets are on sale at ramsheadlive.com. Follow at ramsheadlive on Instagram and Twitter for all new show announcements. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At AJ Francis 410 for him. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio and glennclarkradio.com. And I need you to come out. Uh, show your soft side. We weren't able to do Project Runway this year because the arena was overbooked when it reopened. So instead, we're doing an event Oh, I feel terrible. Uh, we're calling it a homecoming event. I should have been prepared for this. I'm so sorry. Uh, on I was wondering Softy what Home- that frantic typing was. <laughs> uh, Softy homecoming on July 13th. Go to showyoursoftside.org. I'll be the doofus in the, uh, the, uh, the the coat with a bunch of Christmas cats on it. So you will uh, definitely know. And I'll be the guy that will be talking. So I'll be, it'll be better than this. I promise. I'll be far more prepared than I am for this show. Showyoursoftside.org. Need you to help us support them because we weren't able to do our big fundraiser for the year. So this one becomes a little bit more important for us this time out. All right. Um, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, Vent Vent. Vent 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 Vent. vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Wow, 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 wow.